0: Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses, so any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks, and enjoy the
1: show. Chapter 10. The Terrible Secret. Part 1. When they first went to live at Three Chimneys, the children had talked a great deal about their father and had asked a great many questions about him and what he was doing and where he was and when he would come home. Mother always answered their questions as well as she could, but as the time went on they grew to speak less of him. Bobby had felt almost from the first that for some strange, miserable reason these questions hurt Mother and made her sad, and little by little the others came to have this feeling too, though they could not have put it into words. One day, when Mother was working so hard that she could not leave off even for ten minutes, Bobby carried up her tea to the big, bare room that they called Mother's Workshop. It had hardly any furniture, just a table and a chair and a rug, but always big pots of flowers on the windowsills and on the mantelpiece. The children saw to that. And from the three long, uncurtained windows, the beautiful stretch of meadow and moorland, the far violet of the hills and the unchanging changefulness of cloud and sky. "'Here's your tea, Mother Love,' said Bobby. Do drink it while it's hot. Mother laid down her pen among the pages that were scattered all over the table, pages covered with her writing, which was almost as plain as print and much prettier. She ran her hands into her hair as if she were going to pull it out by handfuls. Poor dear head, said Bobby. Does it ache? No, yes, not much, said Mother. Bobby, do you think Peter and Phil are forgetting, Father? No, no said Bobby indignantly. Why? You none of you ever speak of him now. Bobby stood first on one leg and then on the other. We often talk about him when we're by ourselves, she said. But not to me, said Mother. Why? Bobby did not find it easy to say why. I, you, she said and stopped. She went over to the window and looked out. Bobby, come here, said her mother, and Bobby came. Now, said Mother, putting her arm round Bobby and laying her ruffled head against Bobby's shoulder. Try to tell me, dear. Bobby fidgeted. Tell mother. Well, then, said Bobby, I thought you were so unhappy about Daddy not being here. It made you worse when I talked about him, so I stopped doing it. And the others? I don't know about the others, said Bobby. I never said anything about that to them, but I expect they felt the same about it as me. "'Bobby, dear,' said Mother, still leaning her head against her, "'I'll tell you. Besides parting from Father, he and I have had a great sorrow. "'Oh, terrible! Worse than anything you can think of. "'And at first it did hurt to hear you all talking of him as if everything were just the same. "'But it would be much more terrible if you were to forget him. "'That would be worse than anything.' "'The trouble,' said Bobby, in a very little voice, "'I promised I would never ask you any questions.' And I never have, have I? But the trouble, it won't last always. No, said Mother. The worst will be over when Father comes home to us. I wish I could comfort you, said Bobby. Oh, my dear, do you suppose you don't? Do you think I haven't noticed how good you've all been? Not quarrelling nearly as much as you used to, and all the little kind things you do for me, the flowers and cleaning my shoes, and tearing up to make my bed before I get time to do it myself. "'Bobby had sometimes wondered whether Mother noticed those things. "'That's nothing,' she said. "'To what I must get on with my work,' said Mother, "'giving Bobby one last squeeze. "'Don't say anything to the others.' "'That evening, in the hour before bedtime, "'instead of reading to the children, "'Mother told them stories of the games "'she and Father used to have when they were children "'and lived near each other in the country, "'tales of the adventures of Father with Mother's brothers "'when they were all boys together.' Very funny stories they were, and the children laughed as they listened. "'Uncle Edward died before he was a grown-up, didn't he?' said Phyllis, as Mother lighted the bedroom candles. "'Yes, dear,' said Mother. "'You would have loved him. He was such a brave boy, and so adventurous, always in mischief, and yet friends with everybody in spite of it. And your Uncle Reggie's in Ceylon. And, yes, and Father's away, too. But I think they'd all like to think we'd enjoyed talking about the things they used to do. Don't you think so?' Not Uncle Edward, said Phyllis in a shocked tone. He's in heaven. You don't suppose he's forgotten us in all the old times because God has taken him any more than I forget him? Oh, no, he remembers. He's only away for a little time. We shall see him some day. And Uncle Reggie and Father, too, said Peter. Yes, said Mother, Uncle Reggie and Father, too. Good night, my darlings. Good night, said everyone. Bobby hugged her mother more closely even than usual and whispered in her ear, Oh, I do love you, Mommy. I do. I do. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us
0: meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family.